BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Bradstein. Level 3 has begun. Let's do this thing. Uh, we got the basketball game going on, and suddenly USC are hitting a bunch of shots late. They've just cut the lead to 10. Forget about covering the 20 and a half. That ain't happening. <laughs> it's 77 to 67 uh, right now, which is annoying because it's sort of going to get kind of close to my total, but it won't get there. The Nets and the Blazers are playing a close one right now in the fourth quarter of play. I didn't bring this up earlier, uh, Cam, but I've learned my lesson, dude. We were talking with you and Cohen about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Dude, even even the women's hockey team in Toronto sucks. They were up like two nothing. They ended up losing three two tonight. I bet on them. I did hit an in I did hit an under five and a half parlay with both games. They both stayed under five and a half, but they were both four and a half. So I had to do alternate line. Yeah. But I was smart to do it because they both ended up getting the five. But the uh, Toronto right now, they played five games, only one win on the season. They lose tonight to Boston. So yeah. Boston beats uh, Toronto in men's and women's hockey game. That's what I was going to say. Go, you guys, you guys can't teams, beat Boston. No, Boston owns us, everything. Like, Boston just takes Toronto and just rolls you up, kicks you around. It's true, man. Like, it, it's just, I don't know what it is. Boston always beats Toronto in everything. It's true. Yeah, the Celtics beat the Raptors all the time now. Mm-hmm. The Bruins beat the, uh, the Red Sox don't beat the Blue Jays all the time. Yeah, that's the one That's thing. the one. Yeah. And in fact, the Blue Jays beat them like 28-2 or something. Remember last year that the Blue Jays have actually... The New England Revolution beat Sox. TFC now, too, Gabe. Well, everybody beats <laughs> TFC now, though. <laughs> Bingo. You're right. Everybody. You're correct. 82-67. Like I said, there was a little activity here at the end, but it's not going to be enough. 82-67. There's 46 seconds uh, remaining uh, in this game. But, yeah, so uh, we'll have Julio on tomorrow or Friday, probably tomorrow. And Julio's been big on this. It's now, shout out to everyone joining us on Sirius XM Channel 159. This is Sports Rage on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. It's now, I believe, we're up to um, 11 and 2. It's either 11 and 2 or 13 and 2. I think it might be 13 and 2 now, actually. I think it's 13 and 2 to the under 5.5. But the thing is, they're making it 4.5 now. But they didn't have alternate puck lines before. Before, like, you know, up to tonight, it was just sort of the game. And then once the game started, there was alternate lines in the in-game betting program. 
Tonight was the first time that I saw you could actually just pay and buy with like NHL. You could just do like get whatever you wanted. But mm-hmm. it was it was crazy high. It was like minus two fifty at five and a half. But this this league has been a big under uh and I swear, I've been betting this league a lot. Like every night that it plays, I bet it. Uh now. Like I'm hooked to it. I even I'm, I watched the game tonight. But um We've been doing well. We've been killing this league. We've been making good money with this stuff. Except tonight is the first time, and I broke even tonight. I actually, like, won a little bit. But tonight was the first night that it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I just crushed it. Right? Because um, of your Toronto team, Cam. They ruined yeah. my night. I took Toronto. If Toronto would have won, it would have been a 3 and one night instead of a 2 and 2 night. Toronto, it's just, you, you you know the lesson. Just don't bet on Toronto teams. They'll always screw you. you always lose money. Yep, I thought the Leafs were in control too, Marenzi. It just never happens, buddy. They're just—it's just a but, recipe for lost units. You know who's in the the right right down there at the bottom with them, Cam? <laughs> Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa. I knew tonight <laughs> Ottawa was playing at home, and I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna bet against them. I'm taking Minnesota. Ottawa, <laughs> Ottawa was up two nothing and ended up losing three two in overtime. Ottawa. I don't know, like you. You said it about that, and you want to talk about that, that team too, the Senators and everything, Gabe. Like I don't even know what to say. Eh, the Red Blacks have had some success. I would actually consider. Eh, what are you going to do? It's Ottawa, right? They only no, have like, the Red Blacks. Have... Well, the Red Blacks won that championship once. Yeah, right? they sort of had that, that shocking year. Uh, yeah, I will say though, for people betting this league, very it's very good hockey. I talked about it a lot. I tweeted about it last night about the uh, the attendance. They're averaging uh, five thousand fans a game. Minnesota is getting nearly 9,000, so Minnesota's kind of boosting it a little bit. But Wicked fans. Very good crowd in Montreal last night. Enthusiastic. The building was pretty full. Um, tonight in Toronto, pretty good crowd uh, as well. Smaller arena that they play in in Toronto. And there's a lot of competition in Toronto. Like the Raptors are playing at the same time. You got Leaf games on TV. Like there's there's a lot of competition in, for the entertainment in Toronto. But um, – the league's starting to take shape a little bit right now as far as the good teams, Cam. And I'll tell you what, Minnesota uh, Minnesota hasn't lost yet. Minnesota's 4-0 on the season. Minnesota's goalie is really, really, really good. I think she's Russian. I'm, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's the Russian girl. Like, she's really good. The, the Minnesota goalie is really good. Um, all you need to know, guys, well, they've given up uh, eight goals in five games, so less than two goals a game. But um, Toronto has problems, Cam. They've uh, they played five games now. They've scored seven goals and they've given up seventeen goals. I thought they could win tonight too, but it's just it's not happening for them. But keep your eye on this Montreal team. They have Mary Philippe Poulain, who's a big Olympic she's superstar. Ripping. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's scoring a lot, bro. Like she's Montreal have a bunch of like French chicks that are flying around and they're good. Like Montreal are good. They're three one and one on the season so far to start the year. And the last thing about this because we've got the affiliate coming up in about eight seconds. You know, Cam, they're smarter than women. They give three points for a regulation win in this league. They get it. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the Muslim, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. We've got a lot of stuff to unpack. There's a lot of games uh, to break down. We've got NBA trades. The coaching carousel and crazy talk is continuing uh, right now. But let's start off uh, with the National Basketball Association. The Toronto Raptors and the Pacers uh, were the story of the day uh, today. Of course, the Raptors traded um, OG Ananobi to the Knicks uh, a couple of weeks ago. Got RJ Barrett, got quickly back. 
uh, Raptors continue to retool. Now they got three first-round draft picks and a more. They got players uh, back as well uh, in Lewis, Nawara, Bruce Brown, who they're probably going to end up uh, trading. And the Pacers get Pascal Siakam, but they give up a lot to do it. And Pascal Siakam is a free agent, uh, but the Pacers are a fun team. They have an ownership group that wants to win. They've got a, you know, they're trying to build something young, fun, and they have a bunch of young, good players on the Pacers, and they're looking for Siakam, somebody that's been in the finals before, somebody that's played well in the playoffs before. He's had his struggles in the playoffs, but Siakam is, you know, he has the experience. He's He's been there uh, before. So I think, you know, I'm going to be pulling for him. He's a super class act uh, right now. And I don't really know what else could happen in the NBA right now. The Raptors were the team that everybody always talked about when it came to trading players. I guess the Chicago Bulls, you're on the clock uh, right now. But we're all on the clock, uh, aren't we all? Uh, But specifically as far as the National Football League, the Buffalo Bills have serious injury problems on the defensive side of the football, but they get good news. Rasul Douglas, um, the, the defensive back, will be playing against the Kansas City Chiefs. They have a long list of players that didn't practice uh, today. Uh, still, the Bills are laying two and a half in this game. Weather will not be a factor. The Detroit Lions are laying six and a half points to the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. The Niners are currently sitting at nine and a half right now, and the Houston Texans are getting nine and a half in the first game up, and Weather won't be a factor in Baltimore either. Ian Cameron's going to step up and then we're going to break it down. It's the Wicked Wednesday, which means what's in Cam's bag? We're going to... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sports Rage. I am Rancy. Somebody in the chat is asking me for whatever strange reason if I've ever met Sam Kinison. Did I meet him when he was alive, Sam Kinison, uh, before? I did not ever meet Sam Kinison. Huh. But interestingly enough, 
for whatever reason, uh, for whatever reason, when I was living in, uh, when I was in Hollywood, I remember uh, I was driving around with my buddy, lived in the Hollywood Hills and stuff. And crazily enough, Sean, he actually stopped in front of a house. He goes, that's Sam Kinison's house. And then he just <laughs> drove off. So there's my Sam Kinison. So I never met him. I was a random house question. one night. That's such a random thing. Why have you ever met Sam Kinison? You know what, Marenzi, a guy who likes you, who I used to do a TV show with, Kenny Robinson. He knows Sam Kinison. Like, they they knew each other really well because he told, used to tell me doing some, like, comedy tours and stuff. So that's uh, that's crazy. Why no, but this guy, that? Sean, because he's crazy. And, uh, <laughs> this guy, Sean, like, uh, that was a legitimate question, but he also has, like, illegitimate comments all the time. I looked at our oh. chat once, and I saw him talking about how yeah, Gabe got into a big fist fight and brawl once with Nikki Six and Motley Crue. I'm like, no, I didn't. I never got into a fight with Nikki Six. <laughs> I love it. I did get hit in the face. Tommy Lee hit me in the face with a drumstick once, but I never got I never got into a fist fight with Nikki Six and stuff like that. But there you go. I don't know. I got to clarify these things, I guess. Uh, yeah, but Sean, Sean asked a lot of uh, a lot of weird questions. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bring in. Uh, Let's bring in Babano right now, speaking of weird questions. Yeah, yeah, Babano. He likes weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was going to call him Mr. Weird, but it's like, ah, I don't I like know. Like, let's bring in Mr. Weird. Babano, hey, Babano. what's up, Babano? How you doing? Well, you mentioned Sam Kinison. We have the our mutual friend, friend Jimmy the Bag, who, of course, was a comedian for a little bit, and that's the ultimate grind of a, of a career. I mean, that is one where if you are a comedian, you're doing it because you love it, and it's not easy. It's a grind. <laughs> What are you doing oh, with your Jimmy beard there, Babano? You're getting, uh, you look more, looks more evil. Yeah, what's going on with that facial hair, yeah, yeah, Lean your face up, Babano. Okay. Look at yeah, that. Put your face up. You got a goatee going. Oh, you got some grays in there, Babano. Look at that. gray. Hey, just for that. I look like an old scruff doll now. Oh, you're getting old like us. Oh, Babano. You know, Babano, you brought this upon yourself. Like, you want to be older or something than you are, and now you're looking old suddenly. Yeah. I don't want to say that. It's it's self-fulfilling prophecy. I wake up every day thinking, God, I got to figure out a way. I got to start looking younger here. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you're saying that in your 50s. I'm saying that at 38. What's it going next to? A party? (laughs) Get your fiber? Metamucil is a good idea, actually. It's a a good product. (laughs) Clean you out, right? Yeah. It's good good stuff. You'll feel a lot lighter. I got to get my six different uh, prescriptions refilled. That's the only thing I'm missing right now. Yeah. Hey, that's their motto. You'll feel lighter. That's actually like their tagline. Yeah, Madam Metamucil. That'll get you going. No, but, Bano, you remind me of a guy. I forget his name. It was, was Paul something. Anyways, he wrote he wrote for the Montreal Gazette newspaper. And I so I used to read his columns for years in the paper all the time and stuff. And he covered, you'd like this, Cam. He covered horse racing. Uh-huh. And like senior homes and like real estate, like and could be like wills and whatever, like basically like old people stuff. He was like basically yeah. in the old people part of the newspaper section, the like, clerical needs for the seniors, right? Yeah, uh-huh. plus you know you had to pick for the Kentucky Derby and stuff like that. Then I met I like the guy, this. and I met the guy, and he was like thirty or something. And I told him, I said, dude, like. I said, I thought, like, I just assumed, and, and and then, like, lo and behold, like, it told him, like, and I saw him, and then he went to eat at this place called Murray's Cam, which is, like, where old people eat. It was a good place, actually. It wasn't bad. Sort of like an old Ponderosa, like, old people comfort food, but I was like, holy crap, this guy, like, 
his whole life is around like seniors and stuff. <laughs> and he sort of morphed into one as a younger dude. That's you somehow, Babano. You've you've become like you've you've aged somehow quicker by um by self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, because I, I basically have been speaking it into reality, you know, and actually happening for the last few years. Yeah. And I think you need to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the other I get out. I do. Yeah, it's on the weekends. I do. Uh, I'm yeah. with you, but I gotta get. Yeah, getting out's good. It's a good thing. Good, Weekdays, good I stay in. It's too busy in the, through the week. We're trying to pick winners here. I'm not trying uh, to gallivant here and there and everywhere. Never too busy. Never yeah. too busy. Uh, speaking of which, it's funny. I just I see the PWHL highlights uh, on here right now. Did you bet uh, the PWHL tonight, Babano? Have you? I asked you this last week, and you said no. You bet just the first game of the year. What you haven't bet since? Are you back on board? Even betting it? I actually have not, uh, and it's just because you know we've had some other, uh, you know, we've been uh, doing some other things, and uh, but I want to get back into it. I'm still keeping track, and I'm looking at the final scores on a day in, day out basis, and uh, looking to see who's doing well and who's not. We'll get back into it though pretty soon, I'm, especially after this weekend when the divisional playoff football uh, round passes. We're going to get more into that PWHL, but I'm definitely keeping track of it. And then uh, people are going to get more into college uh, basketball. San Diego State are up on Nevada right now by 14. We got a football score here at the half. 38-24. Yeah. It's 38-24 SDSU right now. In-game number is minus 15 and a half and the uh the total is uh 134 and a half. So what are we at here? We're at uh, 62 points, total 134 and a half. What do you think about this game of a battle? Did you bet this game before? Uh San Diego State were like six and a half. Yeah, I took a little Nevada. I think Nevada was good enough, I thought, to cover here, plus the points tonight in this game. They're a very good uh, offensive team, but they didn't have a good first half in, on, on that side of the uh, court. 24 points, struggled to shoot, and uh, I didn't think San Diego State this year nearly as good as we've seen from them in the past. Obviously, they had that brilliant run last year uh, in the tournament, but thought Nevada could hang, but they've got work to do down 14 you know, probably some value with the over live just because the total was 139 and a half and there was only 62 points. That was about as bad a shooting for staff as you'll see out of Nevada. So maybe we'll get more points. I would lean to an in-game over, if anything, here. I agree. I was thinking the same thing, actually. And I haven't been watching it much, but as you talked about, just basketball, the percentages always play and work themselves out. Uh, and so, for the record, guys, 101-101 right now with the Brooklyn Nets and the Portland Trailblazers. This is the D-Gen special. This is your wheelhouse, Kim. Uh, this, this is the, trap, the trash heap special game of the night here. Any action on this one for you? I was looking at Portland before the game, and I didn't have the stones to pull the trigger. Instead, I took Babano's Nevada wolf pack there, and I'm uh, not very happy right now. But we'll see what happens, Gabe. Another half to go. So, so you're blaming Babano. You, you got the, you got oh, the no, hot mail. This is the hot pick of the night. You're blaming I him? I blame myself. <laughs> no, yeah. Because you know I'm a, I love steaming dump fires, right? Like, I like anything in the dumpster and crap, and the Portland Trailblazers getting points is right in my wheelhouse. And instead, no, I, know. I went with the Ooh, They're up by two to Blazers with 10 seconds left now. Oh, but you know what it is, guys? Mm -hmm. I, and normally, I don't, I don't like, live in the past where, oh, I lost once with the but you know what it was, Babano? I got burnt with Nevada last week at home against Boise State. So I just didn't trust yeah. them tonight. Right? I, I was yeah. like, man, I don't like, like, I don't know if they're as good as their record is. Let's see now that they're starting to play real teams, you know? 
Yeah, they are. They're playing tougher teams. I mean, this was more San Diego State. Not sure they would win by margin, but uh, like I say, there's still a half to go in that. Uh, NBA for me was ah, win some, lose some. It was kind of a break-even night. We had some good picks and bad picks there. We had Minnesota, Detroit over, good. Cleveland, good. Miami, bad. Holy ba- mackerel, that was a bad one. And the Raptors, giving credit. Orlando. Get, now when I got screwed tonight, we got to get to this. You're the hockey guys. Freaking Red Wings winning. The Panthers yeah. have beaten them what? 10 straight times. Two underdogs. And let's talk about this. The New Jersey Devils, this team is too much, man. They blow the Devils, Cam. They're over. The next time, guys, no, seriously. Montreal Canadiens are like, it was 2-0. It was 2-0. Then the Devils tie it up, ask Babano, and then Caulfield scores a late goal. These guys are minus 200. Detroit, you're right about the Panthers. Like, old dogs outright in the National Hockey League. And Detroit big dogs, sports teams are just hot right now. The Red Wings they beat are. the Leafs. The Pistons are covering. The Lions covering. won. Michigan won the title. And the next just, time it's see, one of those things. They got a magical run going. The next You're time right. you see New Jersey as a big favorite at home, bet against them. They've yeah. lost at home this year to Columbus, Anaheim, San Jose, Montreal. Uh, terrible losses. Mm-hmm. They're not the same without Houston. This is Fortnite. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it looks like, uh, do we have a final? 105-103, Portland Trailblazers Ooh. over the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the markets are uh, now closed in the association uh, tonight. Uh, San Diego State are up 42-29 right now on Nevada. I jumped in as uh, Babana was talking about on the uh, the over 134.5. It's currently 136.5 uh, right now. As uh, There's been some points here, 5-4, been nine points uh, scored early here. Up to 136 and a half. But let's get to the NFL uh, right now, Babano. Let's start off um, with the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Weather will not be a uh, a factor. And we saw weather wasn't a factor in the Buffalo-Pittsburgh game. People like need to differentiate a couple of things just quickly with this. Is Just because there could be 10 feet of snow in a stadium, it doesn't mean it's going to be on the football field. 
Number two, NFL fields are heated now. Like, this ain't the old NFL film days of the end of Frozen Thunder of Green Bay and stuff. No, it ain't no Frozen Thunder. There's actual heating system under the turf that keeps the field warm and softer and stuff. So they're not, like, getting tackled on this hard stuff. And and then we saw that, a classic example. Yeah, there was a ton of snow in the stands because the bills are so effing cheap. They wouldn't pay people to a real <laughs> snow company to, to get rid of the snow. Let's pay some fat guys. You know how many people showed up? Get this, Kim. You had to bring your own shovel. I I love I had these cases. They didn't even get provided a shovel. You did your radio to see the puddle. And another thing is, guys, too, twenty dollars an hour in twenty twenty four isn't exactly like the people who work at Tim Hortons make twenty three bucks an hour, man. Like donut shop workers. Like I told you, dude, you own an NFL team. Say, listen, it's seventy five dollars an hour, and everybody gets a free Josh Allen jersey. Like, you know what I mean? You know how many people show up, guys? MVP, 30. Cam, they got they 30 people power. only show up. They got 30 people only. You know how much their shovelers only. make? You know how much their shovelers make? And these guys are my turkey friends that own the company. They make 35 like bucks, 40 to start. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a, and if it gets real bad, 50. When when people, when people you're calling them at 4 o'clock in the morning. 50 bucks, you get your ass out there, and you're with the shovel, and then Mr. Plow comes in, too, and you do the but whole damn neighborhood. you're asking people to leave their homes in an emergency where there's 10 yes. feet of snow outside for 20 bucks. And, oh, bring your own yes. shovel. It's like, yeah, why? How about you do it yourself, Pagula? Like, you know what I mean? Like, 20 bucks an hour to shovel snow is not like... It's like your team's worth like, yeah. $5 billion. You guys, like, there's not a couple of Mr. Plows in Buffalo that can show up with some trucks and, like, some snowblowers and say, all right, listen, we're going to blow all this snow over the top of the Dude. stadium into the parking lot, and it will remove it after. Like, I could have no, thought right. of, like, a bunch of plants. Come in with the blowers. They literally, you guys saw the video. You got a bunch yeah. of fat guys drinking beers, laughing, like sliding down in the snow. Oh, 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 oh. It's like, oh, this is really good, guys. Uh, bravo. Like, this is really professional. I thought, like, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know what the two best jobs in Buffalo? I, Tommy will tell you, Gabe. The, the heating and cooling guy for like the tech, like those guys making a mint yeah. and the snowplow yeah. guy. Those guys are making and the third guy, the, No, the number one most employed person in Buffalo is the arson investigator. <laughs> yes, and the arson investigator. After, after the arson investigation, insurance. What do you like? I'm telling you, I met a guy, Bill's 80 tall. I said, What do you do? He goes, ah, I shouldn't tell you, but he goes, I'm an undercover insurance agent. He goes, yeah, A lot of fire fraud here. Go Bills. I'm like, yeah, I'm up here. Hey, buddy. I love, I love Buffalo. I told so him much. I don't own a business or a home here. Don't worry. I'm not going to set anything on fire. Uh, Gabe, you're missing all the local commercials. They have a heating one with, oh, Dawson Knox. And Dawson Knox, all the old ladies are trying to catch him. And he's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, Dawson, fix my air conditioner. I know. It's like, see, come on, you get it. I love this stuff. Oh, it's so good. My personal favorite, because that jingle gets stuck in my head, is Bob Johnson Chevrolet. Bob Johnson Chevrolet. <laughs> hear that I always love the time. Yeah. I always love the, the uh, I always know it's football season coming, like midsummer when Steve Steve Tasker comes on for what, oh, yeah. Western Her? Western New York. Welcome yeah. to Western New York. <laughs> <laughs> Another good yeah. one. Yeah. Steve Tasker. Yeah. I remember Josh Allen. Go local ads deep, with the king of the jingles. And the ball's just oh, yeah, going. Yeah. It goes through like nine counties. <laughs> Buffalo, you're right. Buffalo ads are really like. They're like an SNL skit or something. You're like, is this real? Like, is it like, what about the other one, Cam? You know the guys. Remember the guy? He plays the piano to his pawn shop. His pawn shop's like a a kiosk outside the airport or something. 
Yeah, yeah, the talking chicken. Like he's on the organ. Oh, yeah. They have a new one, too. Salino's on the golf course. It's the best. This guy goes, hey, it's Salino. He goes, and he misses a putt. He goes, oh, you wouldn't have made it anyway, Dad. It's Salino. Barnes is doing his own. Salino is on the golf course. Because ask Tommy. There's Salino. And, like, they're different companies of the affiliates. It's Salino Plumbing. But Salino still does other stuff, and Barnes oh, has like the Salino. Barnes Yeah, they're all they're you know, all. Salino's kids carrying on the tradition. Yeah, he, he played. Yeah, he's on the commercial. He's playing golf with them, and a guy goes, "Yell, hey, here's my <laughs> guy shanks his butt." It's so bad. I love it. Just for the record, so you get uh, your the Yankees have up all in one. Yeah, yep. yeah, they own the entire city. Uh, Yankees finalized a deal with Marcus Stroman, uh, two years, yep. thirty-seven million dollars. Okay, Babato. So enough for the Buffalo ads. Uh, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills are two and a half point favorites in this game. The total is 45 and a half. And like I said, the weather really won't be a factor in this football game. It's whatever. It's not that cold. It's going to be like 27 degrees or something. Uh, wind's not that uh, extreme. What do you think? Who do you like in this one? KC or Buffalo? I badly want to take Buffalo. I think it's time for them to finally beat Kansas City. And I think it's time for Josh Allen to finally beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. And we have to factor in this is the first, this is the 16th playoff game for Patrick Mahomes. And it'll be his first true road game. Everything he's done so far has been at either Arrowhead Stadium or a Super Bowl. So this is going to be a totally different environment for him. Now, I know he's capable of dealing with it. But does he have the surrounding cast to deal with it? This is probably the weakest offense they've had in all these years. I mean, Kelsey okay has been okay at times, but not great. Rasheed Rice has been good, but you don't trust anybody else receiving the football. They got to be able to run with Pacheco. Uh, they're going to be in a very loud environment. Their defense is good. I really like the Kansas City defense, but the Bills' offense has played better. The big concern, Gabe, and you know this, watching the uh, game on Monday and loving the team like you do. The defensive injuries, I mean, they looked like the defense was finally playing well again, Buffalo, and then there's Terrell Bernard getting injured. There's Christian Benford getting injured uh, on Monday, and you're worried about their status going into this game. And once they started to lose some of those bodies, you know, that's when Pittsburgh started to put some drives together and make that game close again, you know, in the fourth quarter. So a little bit worried about the health of that Bills D game. But I'm still going to be on the Bills here, laying less than a field goal. I'll take them just on the money line here, minus 145. And this is the one game of the four this weekend that I think could be lower scoring. So I would lean under as well. I can't. uh, We talked about it earlier. I can't disagree as far as the defensive concerns. I will say one thing. I think partially the fact they had a 21-0 lead affected it a bit. The Bills, you could tell, the Bills weren't the same team coming out of the locker room. It happens, right? You see teams, you can't. Mm -hmm. You, you played so well so early, and the Bills are—you know—the Bills have a hard time stringing sixty minutes together often. But you're right, Bad. They have a ton of injuries. I've got my eye McGovern. on this. Key offensive lineman McGovern, who's been very good. They got him in the offseason. Yeah, he'll he be fine. Up. McGovern, yeah, the the okay. old line, the old line will be fine. Uh, Rasul Douglas is a big key. He didn't play last yes. week, and I think the Bills figured, yeah. listen. Not to get cocky, but we're going to beat the Steelers. We're not worried about Mason Rudolph, right? We're going to, you know what I mean? We don't need you. Rest up for KC. So, like, he basically admitted as much. I could have almost, you know. So, like, he's going to be good to go. That's going to help. But you're right. Teron Johnson's a big key for me, too, man. And he's got a concussion. Yes. He's in a protocol. I don't know. Supposedly, they said it's it's looking positive. Most people never play, though, when they're in a protocol. Let's just be real. The, the Bills have done a good job getting a pass rush, though, even with all the injuries that they've had. 
Oh, and Ed Oliver, what a it. year. What a year for Ed Oliver, man. That guy's Oliver's awesome. come on, and you know who's really played great recently is Russo. Uh, yeah, Gregory Russo, Russo yeah, out of Miami. He's really, really just – he's getting to the quarterback. He's making plays, running, stopping the run. He's batting balls in the air. Uh, all right, so you're going with the Bills here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Detroit Lions. Bucks are getting six and a half, total 48 and a half. What's your take on this one? Yeah, I like Tampa last week. I don't like them this week. I I would look at this Tampa Bay team, and I see a team that was in a very weak division that played a Philly team that collapsed down the stretch. Now, Detroit, there was defensive issues, they, you know, against the Rams. The Rams, you know, moved the ball, and if not for red zone trouble, the Rams could have won that game last week because they had to settle for too many field goals. But when I look at the matchup, I think the Bucks defense is going to be challenged a lot more. Uh, by Goff and the Lions. And I think the one thing that concerns me if I'm Tampa is I need to run the football, keep the offense balanced. As much as Baker's capable, we got to have a run game. They had it against Philly. The strength of Detroit is they can stop the run. They're a pretty good run defense. What did Kyron Williams do against Detroit? Not a whole lot. So, you know, if Rashad White shut down, it's going to put all the onus in the passing attack for Baker to move the ball. And, yes, the secondary for the Lions is the weak part of that team because Nakua tore them apart. But Mike Evans, at this stage, and I saw some drop passes from him again last week against Philadelphia. Can he take advantage of that Lions secondary? I'm not sure. I think the Lions survive in advance, and I think now if they're getting that big home win, some people might say a letdown. I don't say, see that. I think they build on it. They've got another home game. It was a raucous environment. I'll lay the points, and I'll put Detroit in the teaser. And I like the over, too. No issues with weather. I think Detroit will score their points. I think Tampa will get enough to go over the number there as well. All right, interesting uh, different takes about this football game, which we like to get different opinions. I'm perplexed by this one. I think Detroit really do have something going. And Mm -hmm. I said before, even the playoffs, I was like, you know what? I think Detroit could, you know, they could make it to the NFC Conference Championship game. Like, I kind of, we'll put it this way. I figured that either the Rams or the Lions, or not the Rams would beat them. But I was like, this, obviously getting the matchup of the Eagles and the Bucks, it lined up well for them. I mean, the path is here for Detroit. Listen, man, if Green Bay can somehow pull off an upset against San Francisco, Detroit would host the NFC Conference Championship game next week. Yep. Like things, are, you know, and similar to Buffalo. If Houston can somehow knock off Baltimore and Buffalo wins, like weird things are starting to take shape here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Let's roll. We're throwing it down here to Wicked Wednesday. Talking NFL uh, football. Looking forward to the um, playoffs resuming. Ian Cameron and Cam Stewart in the house. I am Gable Morancy. San Diego State are up 48-42 uh, right now. Ooh. I jumped in on over 134 and a half at the half. And then I like the pace of the game, so I took it over 141 and a half as well. It just dipped from 140. It hit 143 and a half. It just fell to 139 and a half. As we stated, it's 48-42. Nevada starting to play themselves back in. And remember, they were down 38-24 at the break. SDSU have gone cold offensively now. They've been outscored 18-10 to here in the second half. Whatever. It's sort of on pace here. What I want is some fouls. And SDSU just committed a foul. They're up to three fouls right now. That's the key for totals. Get this thing in a bonus. And then every time we go to the free throw line, we'll get points without the clock uh, moving. And Nevada just cut the lead to four. Uh, right now. But let's get back to the National Football League. So uh, we're getting Babano's picks uh, right now. Uh, Detroit Lions laying six and a half, total 48 and a half. I think there's going to be points uh, scored in this game, uh, Babano, but uh, you were talking about liking the Lions. Yeah, I do. I like Detroit here laying uh, the, the number. I like them in a teaser as well, uh, getting them down to, you know, Pick them pretty much uh, in this game. I think they advance, and like I said, there's nothing bad to say about Tampa Bay, but I do think this gets a lot tougher for them. And to me, it's kind of like, yeah, they played well last week, but a lot of that was Philadelphia getting a team that was just they were ready to go home and, and didn't play well, obviously down the stretch. Yeah, now you're heading into an indoor venue and a very hostile, loud crowd. Like that Lions yeah. crowd is like super pumped, uh, mm-hmm. crazy, great, fun environment uh, there. That they've got, like I said, there's a magical thing going on right now. Uh, Michigan won the national championship. The Detroit Pistons uh, even won a basketball game. The Red Wings keep winning. Um, it's just, you know, what I mean, it's just something, something going on uh, here. All right, so the Green Bay Packers. Last week I jumped in on the Packers. I regret not taking them on the money line though. And it's funny because I bet a bunch on the Packers, and then I, I took them like plus the seven and seven and a halfs and. I'm taking them in teasers and stuff, and I had so much on them at that point. I was like, damn, man, Packers better not get blown out. It turned me off with a money line, but it was like five minutes before kickoff. I was thinking, dude, if you bet the underdog, you need to take the money line because you never bet on an underdog unless you think they can actually win the game. And I was thinking, you know, and I brought it up last week about Dallas choking all the time in the playoffs. But now we got Green Bay going to the Bay Area here. This is a you know this is a different uh, this is a different beast that they have to deal with. I do think Green Bay can score. I think they'll be able to put points up on the board. So I do like the over fifty and a half. But uh, we got to get Cam's golf picks, uh, Babano. So what are your picks for Saturday's games? Both both spreads are the same. Both nine and a half, and then the Packer uh, total is fifty and a half, and the Raven total is uh, forty three and a half. 
Yeah, I like the. I'm with you on the over there, fifty and a half. As far as the game goes, I was on Green Bay last week, but part of that was I didn't trust Dallas, and I thought there was a possibility Dallas could choke and lose and have a bad game, and that's exactly what happened. I think there's a different animal, <laughs> especially defensively for Green Bay. Let's not forget when Green Bay was uh, or Dallas was uh, down thirty. What was it, forty-eight, sixteen? I mean, they made it look so easy when Green Bay, you know, with that prevent defense. I still have issues with the Packers' defense. I don't think they're great. And I think Joe Barry versus Kyle Shanahan here, and Shanahan with the time to prepare off a bye week is a mismatch in the offensive coordinator versus defensive coordinator matchup. And I think it's going to show here. I think San Fran's going to score, score a lot. I think they'll have no trouble moving the ball. Remember, this Packers' run D stinks. Okay, and Tony Pollard was taken out of the game because they were down so big. They couldn't run the football anymore. Dallas. Not to mention Pollard hasn't been the same running back since his broken leg. So now you got to face Christian McCaffrey. you got to face Mitchell. you got to face this one-two punch that they've got uh, at running back. And I think that's going to be trouble. I, I expect them to run a lot against Green Bay with success. That'll open up Kittle over the middle. That'll open up Debo Samuel. And that'll open up Brandon Ayuk uh, down the field, I think, for Purdy. So I like the Niners, but I like the team total for the Niners here. I'm going to go with the team total instead of the minus nine and a half. Team total is 29.5. I like over 29.5. I think the Niners definitely get into the 30s, and I also like the over for the full game, 50.5. I see this as 34-21 San Francisco. 34-21. Yeah, I'm sort of thinking 38-31. I might be a little that might be a little high, but it wouldn't surprise me. I got 27. Um, I got 27-21. San Fran. Or even 38-28? They couldn't well, lose by 10 You guys think they score a lot. Wow. I, I think, think it's going to be close to the number. I don't know opinion, why I think this I game is going to be lower scoring. I see it's just a vibe. Like, I think it just stays under. Like, I'm seeing, like, 50 points in the game, and the total's like, 50 and a half, 51, right? So that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. San Fran by, like, I can't six. get it out of my head that Green Bay gave up 30 points to Bryce Young and Carolina. I still can't get that game out of my head. Well, that, that, that every Green week in the NFL, right? Look at Green, but look at Green Bay as a team since that point, uh, Babano. They've been great. Like they're 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 real hot. Love's hot. The team's hot. I don't know. San Francisco better be ready to play because Green Bay will be ready. Yeah, we could get oh. into uh, the 49ers at times this year, Babano. How about them losing 31-17 on their home field to the Bengals? How about losing by 14 a couple of weeks ago to, to the Baltimore Ravens? Oh. Uh, but that was Bengals Burrow and Baltimore's a good team. I don't, so I'll, I'll forgive him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so is Jordan Love, right? Jordan Love's a good quarterback right now. Arizona scored a million score. on them too. No, I think Green yeah, Bay Arizona will score. score. That's why I like a fifty and a half. That's why I like that fifty and a half. Over, okay, yeah. so what about uh, we'll get to the golf picks after this pick here? What uh, what's your pick for uh, Houston and Baltimore? Now the two dogs on Saturday. This is the one I like a little bit more. The weather's going to be a little bit problematic in Baltimore. Cold, windy, chance of snow showers. Uh, and look, Baltimore's run defense is the weak link a little bit. They have, the teams have been able to run on them a little bit. Singletary got going for Houston. I just love the composure and the poise of this kid, C.J. Stroud. He's been absolutely outstanding. And to me, it's while well, Baltimore, it's set up perfectly for them. Outstanding season. Best season yet for Lamar Jackson. MVP caliber. But again, this is a team that what in the playoffs? What's Lamar's record? One and four? What points have they averaged in the playoffs? Less than 20 uh, in the past per game. This Baltimore team offensively, I think there's a lot to prove here. And Houston's a red-hot commodity coming into this game with zero pressure on their shoulders going into this game. So, yeah, certainly Baltimore's capable of winning. 
But, man, you're asking them to win by doubles. I've got more faith in San Fran winning by doubles, even though I think Green Bay will move the ball than I do Baltimore. This is one where I'll probably be on the underdog here, Houston. All right, um, Cam, what do you got uh, for us? What's in in your bag? What's in the bag? I got a few things at the American Express, everybody. Three courses, lots of fun. We've had two huge underdogs, Grayson Murray over 300 to 1, Chris Kirk 80 or 100, wherever you bought him. But I think we're going to have a regular tournament game. JT Poston, we've talked about this guy forever. His last two weeks, he's finished fifth and sixth. He's on a, he's on fire right now. Also in a pro-am type of tournament, he'll be getting along with everybody. He's an easygoing guy, and that's good for business. 30 to 1. Cole, a top 20 machine. You got to bet Eric Cole top 20, but I'm also going to take the money, uh, take a money line, take him to win the tournament at 35 to 1. Jason Day, I th- in my opinion, he's going to be the comeback player of the year on the PGA Tour. I had a lot going with his mom being sick, family stuff. He's got it over it. He just wants to golf. Hopefully he stays healthy this year. 40 to 1 for Jason Day. I also like Finau, Gabe, but I can't bet everybody. Ash K. Batia, one of the big young stars on tour at 60 to 1. California golf is his recipe. Keith, Mitchell, I am a wild party, not Kim Mitchell, Keith Mitchell, 90 to 1, and Justin Suh, USC Trojan, 110 to 1. Marenzi, I know this guy has let you down in the past, but for a top 10, he won't let you down. Third last year, Xander Shoffley, the pride of San Diego State, plus 140. Top 20s, Sunjay M, Brady Cannon likes him, Carver likes him. A lot of golf guys like him this week. I'm going to take the top 20 plus 100 even money. Eric Cole, I mentioned, plus 210 for a top 20. All he does is finish in the top 10 and 20. Gabe Finau, plus 160. You got to bet your boy Adam Shank, Marenzi. I found him plus 130 at a top 40 for you. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, baby. I got a couple top 40s as well. Watch out for Patton Kazire. This guy is hitting at a mile. He also has a hot putter when he gets hot. Plus 250 for a top 40, you nuts. This guy could actually be in the top 10. And I also like Matt Wallace, now a full-time member of the PGA Tour, Plus 160. Gabe, I think Tony Fino is going to have a big week and some matchup bets. I'd look for him. Sun Jim, another guy that I really, really like. But uh, Tony Fino, watch out for him, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Top five, top ten. And your boy, Shoffley, will do well this week. But my favorite pick, Poston and Cole. Let's have fun this week at the American Express. All right, good stuff. Uh, the Ranger Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. And uh, what about the Dubai tournament? You're going to be betting that? Oh, I do. Yes, thanks, Gabe. Thanks for asking. I, I actually have a couple guys listed here right for you right now. We're going to take Adam Scott at 22 to 1. They have teed off, guys. Thurston Lawrence, not Trevor Lawrence, Thurston Lawrence. T. Lawrence, 42 to 1. And Lori Cantor, 45 to 1. A three pack for you at the Dubai. Adam Scott, watch out for him. Does really well in this tournament. Loves desert golf. You know what a crazy, you want a crazy, a crazy number right now, guys? Rory McElroy is plus 230 to win the Dubai Desert Classic. Plus 230. You imagine Abibano for a golf tournament? And then it dips to Tommy Fleetwood to 10 to 1. Hatton's 10 to 1. Uh, Moronk is 14 to 1. Uh, Neiman is 14 to 1. It's a good field here. Um, Adam mm-hmm. Scott, 22 to 1. Cameron Young, 20 to 1. Harmon is uh, 25 to 1. Uh, Hoygaard, 25 to 1. Both Hoygaards, uh, 25 to 1, 22 to 1. Uh, Olsen, like I said, very, very, like that's insane with as good of a field as it is, like plus 230 in a golf tournament. Like that's insane. I'll tell you what, about the, you talk about the price being like that with Rory. If it was Tiger Woods in his prime versus a field of Corn Ferry Tour golfers against him, I still may not take plus 230. I mean, no. there's just very little value there. That's the like thing. That Rory McIlroy always wins or comes top five in this tournament. But here's the thing. 
the guy hit, hit one in the drink last week, like Tommy Fleetwood won that tournament and Rory lost, like he gave the tournament away. You can't bet Rory McIlroy at that number because he has problems closing out tournaments, Gabe. He might have a three-shot lead with three holes to go and go 5-5-5. Five, five, five. Like, he did it last week. Fleetwood, he didn't have, like, Rory had that tournament in his grasp at, like, 5-1, to one and he blew it. So be very careful at taking those numbers. Yes, he has a great track record, but I wouldn't bet him anything under 5-1. to one. I'm going to throw two darts here. Cameron Young, 20-1, to one, and uh, Thorborn Olsen, 28-1. to one. Oh, yeah. Snakes on a one plane. One of my golf guys' favorites, Torbjorn. Yeah. Yeah, he got drunk on the plane and took a leak. Remember that? That story, the things went yep. pretty crazy. How can Those I European not tour guys. Guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's, he's right, your listen. guy. <laughs> Joe Lisi. Uh, Joe Lisi has his pick ready to go for the Buffalo Bill game. Let's see uh, what he told Carver today. You got a hot quarterback and you have a hot team, Carver, and I, I did say it when we talked about, you know, teams come, coming out of their bye week a la the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they won the Super Bowl with Brady. I made that type of correlation. They were winning a little bit ugly in terms of the few games right after the bye, but they did get the victory in Kansas City, did wear some teams down. They got critical road wins down the stretch, especially in L.A., but more importantly, Miami. And now they found their their identity and their consistency, and they're rolling with that. They get this victory over Kansas City this weekend. I think they're going, buddy. You know, pack your bags. The Buffalo Bills are, are going to Las but, Vegas. Yeah, I wouldn't take that for granted uh, yet, even if they win this uh, football game. The Buffalo, <laughs> listen, the Buffalo Bills, similar to a lot of the teams we were talking about earlier, we were talking about the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the Niners have made it back to the Super Bowl, but they haven't won. Until they're there, until they win, they ain't there. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.
This is Sports Ranch. All right, we're to the three-minute warning uh, here. Can't wait for these football games to play out. I'm going to give my picks later in the week, but I can tell you, listen, I do like the Buffalo Bills uh, this week. Mahomes' is, uh, first ever road uh, playoff game. It just seems like the everything is starting to align uh, for Buffalo right now. But then I'm in the I'm going to be in a minority here, and I'm going to understand going in that I'm going to feel stupid about 20 minutes into one of these football games taking these teams. But I'll be taking the Houston Texans plus the nine and a half. I'll be taking the Green Bay Packers plus the nine and a half. And I'm coming close to taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus the points, actually. I think, and I hate to do this to Detroit and stuff, but Baker ain't no joke, man. Like, they're not, like, Bowles is a smart coach. People can criticize him all you want. The guy just wins. He's a smart defensive coach. He's going to find a couple of things here to throw golf off a bit. And what did what did we just see Nakua do to the Rams? Like, the Rams should have won that game, guys. They were in the F yeah. and red zone. Like, dude, like they kept on kicking field goals and doing stupid play calls. If Godwin and Evans get going here, like, Detroit's going to have their hands full. Like, I can see Detroit surviving again because they I think they've got this magical thing going around them. But you know what I mean? Like 27-24 wouldn't surprise me yeah. at all. And that gets us, uh, Money gets lines us over the number, too. Safer than the spread, Gabe. I, I wouldn't lay six and a half with Detroit. No way. No. like, And they're going to feel the pressure, too. Like, the pressure's going to start to build. It's like they get closer to this. And Tampa, no one believes in Tampa. Tampa seemed to like this sort of underdog role, everyone thinks we suck type of thing. All right, so um, we'll see everybody tomorrow night. We've got a full slate of hockey uh, tomorrow night. Babano, five seconds. Who do you like in the NHL tomorrow? One game. Uh, NHL card tomorrow. Interesting. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'll give you a one that I'm definitely interested in tomorrow that uh, stands seconds. out here. I'm going to go with uh, uh, one Seattle. And a half. Okay, Seattle, Seattle upset against Edmonton. Yeah. Right, Seattle beats What do you got, Cam? Oh. Buffalo minus one and a half. Other than you're on your own later. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.